Welcome to Loose Gymmins. It's a podcast loosely based around fitness, health, well-being and nutrition to help get you in the shape of your life without it taking over your life. I'm BFast Jay. And I'm lovely Lifter Safe. And in this episode, we wanted to give you guys something a little bit more practical. So the last episode got pretty deep. It did. Uh, but it's a necessary step, and we'll cover that a little bit more later on. But we, um, you know, whether it's our own members at our, our fitness business, or whether it's just people, like friends, family, or just general observation, what we're noticing at the minute that people are really struggling with is motivation to look after yourself and exercise and eat better during lockdown. Yeah. Or even just sometimes where to start. Mm. I think that's a big one, isn't it? We're just motivation can be so low when we're so confused and we don't know what the heck we should be doing. Yeah, so we're going to, this uh, shout out to our friend Lee for this one. So we popped us a little question. Um, I wanted to cover this about, so just for a little bit of background, Lee, someone that's trained with us, actually was in my first gym business. Um, one of the first guys I actually ever trained and then came over to our second gym business. Um, but Lee's kind of been struggling a little bit with motivation during lockdown. And it's something we've been hearing a lot of. So we just want to share some of our thoughts and our kind of feelings around it um, because we all feel that way. Mm, massively. And even, you know, even us, we... I think when you've got the personal trainer before your name, it's, well, you would always be motivated. You always eat well. You always have a spark in your step, isn't it? And it's like, oh, we wish, you know, I always wish I was like a Disney princess in the morning and the birds were coming to me. I was singing with them. (laughs) But it's not true. Yeah, I think that's one. That's a massive misconception, actually, isn't it? Because like we hear it quite a lot. It's like, you know, I must be all right for you because you own a gym. It must be okay for you because you can access this even at the minute in lockdown obviously we've got our gym it's closed but we can go and use it when we want but we're not always motivated to do that and we don't always want to do that and as crazy as that sounds like we've got that option there it's just not that simple is it sometimes to just be like yeah that's it I'm going to do that every day I'm going to train like an animal six days a week and stuff like that but I think it's just not it goes back to you know our, our message our first podcast I'm a trainer but I'm not always motivated number one but it also just gets back that gym isn't our life it's mm. really not it's a part of it it's a part of who we are but no way is it all of us yeah definitely so I think that's kind of our first little touching point today really is just when it comes to motivation is one thing you have to understand is that motivation is an emotion. It's like happiness, it's like sadness, it's like joy, it's like anger, it's like frustration. It's not a permanent thing. It's something that's going to come and go. But I think when it comes to fitness and when it comes to kind of looking after yourself and getting in better shape or getting back on track or whatever it might be, is that even to this day and age, we think it's motivation that is the thing we need to get the result we want to get. Yeah. And I follow a lot of people, of fitness people on um, Instagram. And every few months, you'll get even these top athlete people going on there going, my motivation is low. This is like, I'm like everybody else. But the thing that's different between people I think that are really within in, in fitness or athletes or whatever, it makes absolutely no change to their fitness. Mm. It makes no change to what they do that day within like fitness it might be change what they do within the gym but it doesn't stop them from going they still it just gets up it's a habit that's inbuilt with them and 
it doesn't matter what their emotion is that day, just like you do, you get up for work, just like you brush your teeth in the morning, they go to the gym or they do their exercise or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think that's a big thing as well is we, we get that misconception of like, you know, we're immune to this thing, this low motivation thing. So it's like when, like you say, when it comes to like your job, for example, there's not many people that I know that are 100% motivated to go and do their job every single day. And um, whatever it might be, even people that enjoy and love their work, like so for us, for example, it still doesn't mean we're 100% motivated to like to do that job every single day because you know we're humans we have those emotions like we might we have nights of no sleep we have times of stress we have all these different things that are going on in our lives as well um so it's just it's just important to remember that that if we only relied on motivation to do the things that we needed to do we'd probably not do a lot at all would we i think people in the highest place would not be in the highest place you know mm. whatever whatever it is in life it really doesn't matter what it is motivation seems to be the thing that holds us back in fitness but not in other stuff I mean like I have some new beautiful guinea pigs and I wake up in the morning and I've got to clean their cage out and I'm not always sometimes I love it and I'm like oh yeah I get to clean their cage out other times I'm like oh my gosh oh god I just wish that I could just stay in bed a bit longer but I know that I need to do this and you just do it because it needs to be done the guinea pigs are happy afterwards I get to see them and there's all these extra things on top of it isn't there Mm. Um, and we forget the extra things on top of fitness yeah I think my my favorite example of this motivation thing is uh, I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix I don't know if it's even still on there but there's a documentary by Anthony Robbins uh, Tony Robbins called I am not your guru is it Uh And it basically kind of follows him around as he does these massive talks where he delivers these things to like 5,000 people on how to get more out of life and get like, you know, get to where they want to be and improve their uh, life for themselves, essentially. And one thing that he does is he does a cold, like a cold plunge pool that he's got in his house. And that's his thing to do every single morning is one of his little things as part of his morning routine. And you would think this is Tony Robbins. This is the most inspirational, motivational guru type figure that you could see in the whole world ever. He's the most successful person to do it. And on this podcast or on this um, show, he's like, sometimes I get up and there's not one single part of me that wants to do that thing. Like it's doing something uncomfortable. It's getting into a cold plunge pool. It's doing something that's painful to my body in some degree, but I know there's a benefit to it. But even when I don't want to do it, I refuse to negotiate with myself. And that is such a powerful thing because mm. we can all talk ourselves out of doing so many things and just like holding ourselves back, that little thing in our brain, whether it's getting started or whether it's you doing something. Like if you're a fitness person already and you're at the gym, it's like, you know, do I get that one extra rep? Oh no, you know, you're feeling quite tired. Just, or do you just push through that point and just refuse to negotiate and just do what you said you were going to do? That is such a powerful thing. And that's one of the biggest points. On I was this. listening to a podcast and I can't remember which podcast this is and I'm going to somehow bastardize what they said I I seem to do that quite a lot but they were saying if you are in bed in the morning and just there's nothing that you have to get up for such as work or your kids or whatever and you're getting up for maybe another reason to do with well-being such as maybe going to the gym or doing yoga or doing whatever they were saying if you give yourself longer than five seconds to think about it you won't do it you'll actually stay in bed that's how quick we can talk ourselves out of something if we don't actually i'm going to do need the little extra things to get out and do it you've got five seconds 
Mm. And then it can just actually be from getting up to going, actually, snooze button or turn that alarm straight off. Yeah, that's one thing I've been trying to practice a lot is like that kind of that not snooze situation in the morning. I just want to get up and get out of bed because if I if I hit that snooze, it just makes everything a little bit harder for me. It's just one thing that I want to really kind of try and get out of that habit. But it's just like, you know, I think one of the things is when it comes down to motivation is what you need in place is a plan. Yes. And something to stick to and something to follow. So that's where most people struggle at the minute is they're just kind of doing things a little bit off the whim and off the cuff and not really having a plan of what they're doing or why they're doing it. And a big thing that I always say to people, try and move away from the really shiny objects. You know, it can be so easy to be um, brought into something that's really shiny and exciting and new and, you know, something that you could probably keep up for for six weeks but then it will just go off after that. So the brand new exercise routine or the brand new this, the brand new that, that's really sexy and great. Sometimes we've got to just pull ourselves away from that, especially if you're brand new to wanting to do something. So you've been out of it for a while and you're thinking, I want to get back into some sort of fitness. We actually need to keep it really simple, come up with a really simple, doable plan. Yeah, definitely. And what we wanted to do today with this uh, this episode of the podcast is give you some more practical tips on around these things. Um, but I think before we do that, one thing we wanted to touch on to the start, and we covered this a little bit in the last episode with like my motivation for wanting to stay um, as healthy as possible, is you need to pull it back a little bit and just, just like, take a little bit of a step back, forget about kind of the short-term goals or forget about like, you know, forget about looking in the mirror and thinking you don't look a certain way and all that sort of stuff. The first step, I think, in finding yourself to that point where you feel more motivated to do something is to start with the why. And there's a great kind of, if you go on YouTube, there's a TED talk by a guy called Simon Sinek. That's S-I-N-E-K. And it's all about kind of his start with the why principle. And basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to stop thinking about what I need to do and how I need to do it and start really focusing on the why I want to do this thing and why I want to achieve this goal. And when we're speaking to potential new clients and new members and things like that, one thing we want to find out is that deeper meaning, that deeper reason for someone to to start their journey. So, you know, it might be, I want to lose two stone. Okay, but why? Because I want to feel more comfortable. Okay, but why? And, uh, you know, you keep digging deeper and find out that deeper reason, that deeper why. And sometimes it's like, it's some, sometimes it can be quite emotional stuff, can't it? It's like, okay, well, we've had um, people before talking about, I really want to have a baby. I need to go through IVF. Like, um, you know, it's so important that I lose this weight so that I can have like more chance with the treatment. Um, there might be people that are sort of like rock bottom with their confidence thinking, I just don't feel myself. I feel like, you know, really low. I've got no... Um, no like self-love for myself and oomph that I want to work on so I need to kind of bring myself back up and and you know have the energy that I know I'm capable of Um, and that kind of is going to kickstart that process so I think it's just digging deeper first for that first stage and also um I think a really important one is to not laugh it off Mm. so again if we speak to people it's like oh yeah you know I've, I've got this and they they laugh at it and it's bringing it back and going ouch like okay let's talk about that let's open it up and we don't want to be like these going really deep into these things but sometimes we have to we have to dig that big deeper to find that why to realize what our purpose is what do we believe in what is it that's going to help us stick to something because we are all fantastic at stick like picking something up dropping it picking something up dropping it we're all great at doing that 
what is it that we truly believe what's our true purpose that we will stick to it forever yeah so just to recap on that last episode so my big motivation and my big purpose is you know I want to do everything in my power to be as healthy as I can for as long as possible so I can live like a healthy and fulfilled life, especially in older age. Like I don't want to be that person that's held themselves back to, you know, being able to stay active and stay stay fit and like, you know, mobile in later life because I don't do anything now. So like I want to kind of build them habits now. And it's one of the things for me, I was in hospital last week having ECGs and blood tests and all this sort of stuff. And it's not a nice place to be. It's quite a scary place to be, especially if you're already having some sort of issues going on. And one of my biggest motivations is that I do not want to be in that hospital if there's any way possible that I've got some chance of stopping that. So if I can prevent it, that is my mission for myself, my personal mission and something I want to share with other people and motivate them to do too. Mm-hmm. Mine is fitness means to me is just basically endless possibility so the reason that I go to the gym or I look after myself I eat well and I make sure that I'm not uh, you know being too lazy is because I just want I don't want my body to be the reason that anything holds me back I don't want it to be like I can't do that I you know I haven't got good hips or good this or good that I'm trying to just make sure that I can live the fullest life and that my body isn't the reason that it holds me back and that really excites me that's why I get up and go right great you know if I stay strong and healthy I feel a bit invincible I feel a bit like great this is awesome let's do this yeah, it just opens up so many more opportunities when you've got that sort of that strength and that. It's not just the physical as well. Obviously, a, a huge talking point at the minute is that kind of that little mental well-being and that mental break. Um, and I don't know if, you, if you've if you heard of the Joe Rogan podcast. He had like a little, I can't remember what episode it was, but he had a little bit of a theory about uh, why kind of anxiety and stuff is so high at the minute. It's because, you know, as humans, we evolved and we, back in the early like, stages of human life, we were basically prey. And all these predators were trying to take us down and hunt us down and basically eat us. So our life was lived with short bursts of like really high anxiety. We have to kind of, you know, get up, run, sprint, jump, run away, whatever it might be, climb, all these sort of things to do to survive. But we live in a day and an age where we're so comfortable these days that like we could get through the whole of our lives without ever having to get to that point of that kind of that elevation and that that little bit of that sort of, you know, let's go and do this. And one of his theories is that the reason why stress and anxiety is so high is because we have this constant little drip feed Mm. of daily, daily stresses, but no kind of release and no like big sort of adrenaline boost to pump it out and get it going that you can get from sort of physical exercise and like challenging yourself as well. And anxiety has a a really, um, it has a purpose. It does have a purpose when we know what the anxiety is linked to. Mm. So, you know, if you've had to do a big talk, you feel anxious, but you're not scared of that anxiety, are you? Because mm. we know why it's there. And that's the deep-rooted anxiety that is the healthy one. It helps us, it kind of protects us. It's this one that we don't know why we have it and we're really anxious. And we're just like, what is it that I'm so anxious about? That's the scary anxiety that has been brought up because we've got nothing to sometimes be anxious about or have those peaks of anxiety. Yeah, so it's giving that a little bit of a challenge for yourself, isn't it? So that is our first step, is always bring it back. Start with the why. Look at that kind of, you know, that bigger picture, that bigger motivation. And you've got to figure out what that motivation is as well, haven't you? So mine is almost a motivation of wanting to stay away from something. I don't want to get to that point when I'm in a hospital. I don't want to get to that point where I'm immobile and able to do the things that I love to do, like cycling and biking and hiking and trekking and all that sort of stuff. 
Like that's my big motivation. Some people are motivated in different ways. Some people are motivated by, you know, achieving certain fitness goals and certain like, you know, physique goals or whatever it might be. So you've got to just figure out what your motivation is first as well. And none is right or wrong, is it? You know, no. if you're really motivated by a person, you know, a athlete, great, like, you know, awesome, that's that's you. If you're motivated by something else, awesome. We sometimes just say stuff, don't we? Because we feel mm. like we should say it. And there's no right or wrong. Yeah, so I think um, I think one thing I have read, though, I'll have to recap which book this is, but sometimes the pain of something can be a stronger motivator than the pleasure of reaching a certain point. Mm. So that's one thing I have I have found with myself, especially like the pain of, you know, the thought of being in hospital is a much stronger motivator to me than, you know, the pleasure of running a sub two hour half marathon or whatever it might be, something like that, for example. It's that kind of, that's the thing that drives me is that sort of that pain factor is a powerful tool that we can use in our arsenal as well. So I think it'd be a good... Uh, you good. can't say that word. Arsenal? What's wrong with Arsenal? <laughs> I just wasn't accepting the last part of it. <laughs> yes, anyway, we'll talk about why that might be amusing in a future podcast episode. So, yeah, find your why. And that is always what you go back to if that emotion of motivation starts to lack. That is where we go back to. But what can we do... Um, once we've got that why what's the next bit what is the practical things that we can put into place and like I said before we need to stay away sometimes from really shiny shiny exciting things and bring it back to really simple habits and sometimes they might have to be really small for us to stick to it when we start something we don't want to go right you know this is only going to be six weeks it's going to be something that you want to do forever you don't want to keep yo-yoing back and forth to fitness non-fitness fitness non-fitness so we want to create a habit or create something that you can see that you're going to do for the rest of your life yeah so i think that's like the biggest issue we see with a lot of people when they start out with this is they just do way too much too soon yeah. Um, and that can become quite demotivating in itself so like say let's take a perfect example someone that wants to start running and their first thing is, right, I'm going to do 5K, like five days a week. That's a big ask. And it's a big strain, not only on your body, but on your kind of your, your brain as well to think, oh, I've got to go out. I've got to do a 5K now. Like, I really don't want to do this. Whereas our first step is to scale people back a little bit and start with that minimum effective dose um, and just start with smaller kind of habits, smaller things that are going to get you going. So instead of saying, right, I'm going to go and do this 5K, five days a week, it might just be... I'm going to get outside five days a week. I'm going to scale it back. It doesn't matter if it's a walk. It doesn't matter if it's a run. There's no time goals. There's no distance goals. It might even be I get out and I run around the block and I feel rubbish and I come home. But you've ticked off that little check and you've built that little momentum. You've started compounding that into something that's more powerful that will start driving those bigger habits and those bigger goals as you increase your capabilities and your kind of your, your fitness, essentially. Yeah. So make it into something that can be interchangeable and make it big or small. So let's say you had, um, you know, a running goal or whatever. Your goal every day or five days a week, or you choose what feels doable for you, is to get outside. And you can then get it either big or small. So I've got outside, I've gone for a walk around the block. Okay, I'm actually going to go home now. Or I've got outside and I'm walking around. I love it. Okay, let me do a little bit of a run. Or I've got outside and I feel bloody awesome. I am going to do this today. 
any one of them is a success and is a tick because the one thing that people say all the time is I failed, like I failed. And we don't want to have to say that to ourselves. It's a really sad thing to say. So if a goal is wanting um, to run or whatever, just put it down so I want to get outside and at least do a walk, however small or big that is. Yeah, it's a great place to start having these little small small things you can chip away of and just build that momentum. Um, and for example, for my routine at the minute, like I've not been particularly highly motivated to train at the moment in terms of like go to the gym, do these sort of long sessions and stuff like that. So one thing I was adamant on though was that I want to do something pretty much every day. So what I started doing was these daily chains. So like a, it's a chain of exercises linked together. I do one rep of each movement and I do that consistently for four and a half minutes. And I do it to one of my favorite songs, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yes, it's corny. Yes, it. it's cheesy. Yes, it's probably doing so sad and hearing, hearing <laughs> that song every single day. But it's something that works. And I know that no matter how tired I am, no matter how rubbish I feel, I know I can commit to four and a half minutes. And once I've done that chain, some days I'll feel good. So for example, perfect example was yesterday. So it's my first session that I've done since all the hospital stuff going on last week. So it's my first session. I started with this chain. I committed to that first four and a half minutes. Then afterwards, I felt pretty good. So I spent about another 20 minutes just doing some extra stuff with my kettlebell, this and that, got some movement in, just started focusing on getting my body moving again. And it just felt good. But if I'd have thought to my, said to myself at the start, right, I need to go upstairs and do like 30 minutes of, of exercise. I just would have been like, no, I'm not feeling it. I yeah. don't want to do it. It's big. It's what is the minimum you can do? We can all do a minimum. Like we can. doesn't matter where you are in your life, what you've got going on. You can commit to five minutes to yourself because who's the most important person in the world? Um, is it me? <laughs> yourself. <laughs> it's yourself. Important. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if um, about really anyone else. The only person that we can truly look after is ourselves. So if you say to me that you can't commit to five minutes, there's more stuff going on. We need to go back. So can you commit to five minutes? And what is that five minutes? Like I said, it could be walking. To the end of the road and walking back, taking three deep breaths in, recentering yourself. It could be going upstairs like Jamie does and doing his four and a half minute chain to his favourite song. It could be doing a bit of a stretchy movement just to get the body moving, just to stop any aches or pains that we've got. And what we're happy to do, which I'd love to do, and I can put it onto our Instagram, is I could give you a five minute like stretch and movement that if you um, follow us on there, I can pop that up and that could be your minimum. Just start moving that body in any way possible. And then you can also put it into nutrition as well. What's the minimum that you can do for your nutrition? And it could be as simple as I'm going to have an apple a day. Um, I'm going to drink water as soon as I wake up. I'm going to make sure that I have one piece of vegetable with either my lunch or my dinner. I don't know what your goals are. I don't know what your capabilities are. So these are things that you're going to have to think about yourself, but don't make it big already. You, I know I hear people going, I am going to eat healthy every single meal for the next 100 days. I'm going to cut out all chocolate, all booze, all carbs, this it's, and that. It's, no, 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 no. Bring it back. Bring it back. What is the one thing that you can do? And you know, even with me, mine is that I need to 
um, eat more fruit. Well, I don't need to. I want to eat more fruit because I like fruit and I, we just don't seem to eat it, do mm, we? You have a fruit bowl that just gets rotten every rotten week. Rotten every <laughs> week and every week. Like, so if I just say to myself, I'm going to eat more fruit, that means nothing to me. Like, is have I done it or have I not? So it's going, I'm going to have at least one portion of fruit every single day. So that's 80 grams of a fruit every single day. Um, and I did it yesterday and they've lost a few days. I have been doing it because I love my grapes. So I've been having that. So bring it back and make it so simple and so obvious that by the end of the day, you know if you've done it or not. Or if by the end of the day, it could be 10 o'clock at night, you can still achieve it. Yeah, that's a great one. So there's been there's been times with my little um, four and a half minute routine where I've literally done them. When was the last one? I think it was after Sunday dinner last week. I'd had a massive Sunday dinner. I'd had, I think, a gin and tonic or something as well. And then it got to nine o'clock and I was like, oh, shit, I ain't on my chain. I need to go and do it. And I felt bloated and stodgy. <laughs> but like, I knew, like, just suck it up. It's four and a half minutes. If you can't do that, you're useless. So <laughs> I went and just did it and cracked on. And it wasn't the most pleasant chain I've ever done. But, it, it was you know, and it, four and a half minutes and it got done. Um, and, you know, similar with people that, like, if it's, like, your own, for people that, like, self-employed and stuff like that, um, Another great way to do that is to tie that into, you know, just do five minutes of work. This was a great tip I got off a guy called Paul Mort. And he was like, you know, if you're feeling unmotivated to write or create or whatever it might be, just commit to five minutes. If after that five minutes, if you're not feeling it, then, yes. you know, you've done your five. But then if after that five minutes you get into the flow, you get into the rhythm, then, you know, you might just be able to carry on and get like a good sort of 20, 30, 40, 60 minutes of good workout. You just never know, do you? It mm. might sometimes the times where I'm so unmotivated, the times that I just think, do my five minutes, do my warm up. So my thing to get me training or starting to see how I feel is this one warm up chain that I do, which I will share with you guys. It's really simple. I don't even think it's five minutes. I would say it's three max. I do this movement twice through. I then sort of know where I'm feeling, where my body's at. And sometimes other times when I felt so unmotivated. I'm going after these this movement. I'm like, let's let's blooming do this. Mm. And other times it's like, oh no, okay, bring it back. So that was that was fine. Let's just carry on with the day. So you just don't know. You have no idea. Yeah, I'll never forget. I actually broke a personal best on my squat and my deadlift on days when I'd had about four hours sleep and I felt rubbish. And I was like, I had it in my training plan at the time. I was like, I'm gonna go and try my max today. So I was like, I had it in there. I'm going to go and do it anyway. I feel rubbish. I don't want to do it. I just got in there, started warming up and actually hit them PBs on the days where I felt great. I felt rubbish, sorry. Whereas there's been, I remember another time I was like, I'd had a perfect night's sleep. I stretched beforehand. I did like 30 minutes of mobility. My nutrition was on point. Went in there, first set, put my back out. Job done. <laughs> Good night. I was like, oh. So yeah. That's the thing, you know, and that's why as well, I say to people, a lot of the time have actually no expectations on yourself before you start your session so when people come in and they're going oh I feel low I can't do it have no expectation of this next 45 minutes let's just see what happens because you just don't know yeah and again those sort of things excite me you can tell in my voice I get like excited <laughs> <laughs> just chomping at the bit here. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so just make these things like make these things into non-negotiables like you know like we go back to that Tony Robbins quote at the start is it's having that kind of that little plan it's not too much it's enough to get you going 
but it's a non-negotiable. It's just as important to you as that meeting you've got scheduled at work or that appointment you've got with the doctors or the dentist. It's something that's in your calendar and it just gets done. Um, and that's the most important thing. And I think the non-negotiable thing, that came about, didn't it, with you, yourself when you had your non-negotiables? Yeah. Um, when you were sort of struggling with anxiety. Um, so I don't know if you want to share a little bit more about that. So, yeah, my anxiety was through the roof. I was going through a really, really hard time, really struggling. And it was the first time I'd ever experienced anything like that. You know, I never thought that I would be in the bracket. I obviously thought that I was on some sort of pedestal in life, but I never thought I'd be in the bracket of, you know, depression and anxiety. And because fitness had been part of my life for so many years, when I wasn't struggling, I was doing four five sessions a week with ease it was something that I wasn't struggling to do my motivation if you want to call it and was always to do that then as soon as I was hit with this depression and this anxiety it all went out the window I physically couldn't do it and it was a massive drop for me to go from four five days a week to physically like not being able to get out of bed sometimes so I kind of it really hit home and I was like my gosh like what can I do I can't do what I was doing before in this state, it's an impossibility. But I was saying to myself, I'm sure there's something I could do. So I wrote down my non-negotiables of each day that I knew even at this state of, of complete loss, I could do it. So one of them was getting outside. And some days my getting outside was sitting on the garden bench, wasn't it? Mm. And I would take a few deep breaths in and that's all I was capable of doing. Other days it was walking around the block or running or or whatever it may be but by you know 10 o'clock at night like I said if I hadn't got outside I could still even just open the window and take a deep breath it was something that I could tick some sort of meditation um it was two minutes of that car not calm sorry um headspace Mm -hmm. so I knew that I had to do at least two minutes of that headspace because it 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 meditation was fantastic source for me when I was struggling and some days it just didn't seem to help and those days would be the two minutes where I would see if it would calm me down and if it did I would do it longer Uh, if it didn't I would stop at the two minutes and then try to do something else and then the third one was just to write three things that I was grateful for or to sorry to write something down and again some days I would write a paragraph and I would write and write and write for for ages other days it was just to simply write three things that I was grateful for and it could be be as simple as my bed, TV, and a cup of tea. And that's sometimes what I was grateful for that day. And other days, like I said, I could write paragraphs down. So these non-negotiables could be as big or as small as they, um, as I wanted them and what felt comfortable for me on those different days. Nothing could get in the way of me taking a few breaths outside, doing two minutes of meditation, and writing three things that I was grateful for. Physically, nothing could stop me from doing that. It doesn't matter how busy or how awful you feel. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing, isn't it? Because so many people put so much emphasis on perfection. Yeah. But perfection is just another form of procrastination because, you know, it'd be like if you'd set yourself that goal of, I'm going for a run every day, no way you'd have achieved that. No. Some of the days that you were just literally incapable of, like, you know, pretty much incapable of getting off the sofa with that kind of, like, high anxiety that you wouldn't have been able to go out for a run, it wouldn't have worked. And you'd have set yourself up to fail there by trying to have this perfect plan, which then can chip away at that. Whatever motivation that was there, it can really chip away at that and make you feel like you failed something that you're not kind of, you're not achieving. So, And how awful to say to yourself when you're already struggling. 
Yeah, exactly. How, yeah. What an awful, another awful, awful little hit. I remember doing it this with um, my therapist, Nadine, and she was like, when I'd sometimes go in there and I'd say all these awful things to my, about myself, she was like, I want you to imagine that you have like a stick. And every time that you say something awful, you're like hitting yourself with this stick. And how awful. You would never do that to anybody else. You'd never just hit someone with a stick, you know, if they'd said something awful Apart about themselves. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good point, and it is. It's like you know, we, we talk ourselves like bad of ourselves so much, but like we just need to kind of reel it back in and have that little plan. So I think that's the, the biggest takeaway you could take from today is have a little plan, but don't make it too much too soon. Like find something you enjoy, find something that's you know have a little bit of a plan in place, but have a fallback option for it. So if you can't get out for that thirty minutes, what can you do for five? If you can't eat you know every meal at home and make a nice fresh meal, what can you do for lunch? reel it back in make it more simple make it more easy for you to stick to and that will build that momentum it'll compound that habit it's like the equivalent there's a book called the compound effect and it's like it's like the compound effect essentially is you know you have a small snowball at the start at the top of a hill you roll that snowball as it goes down these little bits of snow pick up pick up pick up pick up until at the end of that hill and you're at the bottom it's a massive massive snowball that you've created it's no different with our workout and nutrition um routines like start small snowball off it and give yourself a chance to succeed um and don't make it too intense too soon like there's a big thing isn't it at the minute about you have to do hit all the time hits the best hit is short and sharp and gets it done it doesn't have to be hit all the damn time does it no i mean i rarely do i might i love to do so at be fast we have a friday challenge that we set our members and i do love doing those friday challenges they're a mm. little bit different they're 20 minutes of doing something um nine times out of ten quite fun so that's probably my hit that I do mostly I do you know my lifting and my moving always say to people you don't have to be doing these crazy things just move your body and that could mean anything to anyone Mm. um so yesterday I did um the 20 minute Friday challenge a little bit late because of the circumstances this uh, weekend did it on a Sunday I was feeling really good after the 20 minutes so I decided to do one of our balance sessions which is a movement session basically where we just move I thought I'm going to do a movement session now because I felt really good after it but like I said if I didn't feel good after it there was there's nothing that made me do that Mm. because I don't have that I've got to do this I've got to do that in my head like it's not useful for anyone yeah, so just make sure, break it down, set yourself those like those little little goals, little challenges for yourself. And then like finally, you just gotta be, I think, you've gotta have some degree of stubbornness within yourself as well. Yeah. You've got to have that point of view that's like, you know, this is important. We're gonna take it back. Just refocus on that while you're doing it. Um and just make sure you refocus on that and just be stubborn enough to get the work done. So have that minimum, because you know that's setting you up to win. And then just be stubborn enough to stick to that routine, like, and just kind of continue it and stick to that plan as best you can. So I would love to hear what yours would be. So let's, let's break it down then. So a little thing we'd love our listeners to do is write down your why and maybe put it somewhere that you can see it. So on a fridge, on a mirror, or, um, you know, next to your bed, wherever it may be, just write down a sentence or a few bullet points of your why. Then set yourself a daily minimum of or three days or you choose your day, how many days a week you want to do it, of five minutes, three minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it may be, don't make it too big. 
because we want to be doing this forever. So a daily or weekly, whatever, movement one or outside one, and then maybe a nutritional one as well. So again, make it small. So your nutritional one might be adding something to a diet. I'm going to add an apple every day, add a piece of fruit every day, or it might be something that you take away. I'm going to have one uh, less glass of wine. I'm only going to have one glass of wine on a Friday instead of my normal amount. I'm only going to have this. We don't want to hear any absolute cutouts mm. because that's when we can go to that perfection mark and like we said perfection is just a way to procrastinate and not really do anything yeah definitely so i think that'd be good for us now like from our, our side of things i know it's quite a sort of a, a bit of a longer episode so what we'll do is we'll tie this one up and we're going to put some stuff on the instagram as well so by the time this episode comes out if you check out instagram at loose jimin uh, L-O-S-S-E-G-Y-M-I-N. We'll put two things up there. So Soph will do like a movement flow, a little five minute that she does to kind of get herself moving. And I'll put up one of my kettlebell chains that I do as my little daily movement minimum, um, which is based a bit more around, around the exercise side of things. Uh, just so you've got some practical examples as well. And if you want to take them and run with them and get yourself started with those, then great. But also let us know. Um, I think that's a big thing, isn't it? We want this to be kind of interactive as best as possible. So let us know how you're getting on, if there's any sort of advice you need on what you can do with you know, minimal equipment or no equipment. Shoot us an email to loosejimmin at gmail.com. And we will put some more things on the Instagram to kind of just back this podcast up with some practical stuff as well. Definitely. Anything else to add? No. Perfect. <laughs> so remember, motivation is an emotion. It's going to come. It's going to go. Don't rely on that to get you where you want to be. Make this little plan. Make it achievable. Start snowballing and getting those uh, those little compound effects and build that momentum and then just stick to the plan. you got to do the work. That's the big thing. You got this. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for listening. And if there's anything you would like us to cover on the show, email us at loosegymin at gmail.com. That's L-O-O-S-E-G-Y-M-I-N. Thank you so much.